everyone. I'm Jocelyn, and I am grateful you're here. You're listening to the Starting with Gratitude podcast. This is a safe space intended to host meaningful conversations exploring all topics of the human experience. Every conversation starts with gratitude and remains rooted in gratitude. After you listen, make sure to join the community by subscribing and sharing. I am so happy you have joined us. Hi, Gary. Hi, Jocelyn. How is your heart doing today? I'm so full today. Like, I am so full. And I've been trying to, or I've been giving myself or working on giving myself some time to, like, ground in that fullness today. Mm. Um, Because it's been very hard. Like, I I woke up this morning with this uh, mentality. Like, I was like, you have a conversation. You're going to be recording the show with Jocelyn. You're really excited about that. That's how you're starting your day. Um, I have like some calls I have later today. So I was like, oh girl, like it's a very busy day for you. And then all of a sudden I wake up and somebody's like, oh yeah, your Oprah article just like posted. Um, and I was like, you have to be fucking kidding me. Cause it's like my, one of my best friend's birthdays, another really close friend's my birthday. So it was like, I already woke up with that fullness and like, it's going to be a great day. Like I said it last night and then woke up today and it's just like this overwhelming feeling in such a positive way that I feel like I'm like in the midst of. And I love that we're doing this today because you're getting like the full experience of like, I am like, girl, (laughs) I'm so grateful for being seen. And like my words, like it's also like this moment of Gary DeAndre, like DeAndre is the name that I've always used. Like my parents used when I was growing up because my dad's name is Gary and everything. So it's like my inner child feels like it's being massaged, it's being loved on Mm. and truly being felt. And I just feel so full for everybody that has like been supportive of me, everybody that's been here for my journey, everybody that is like reminding me of the power that I have. Like, it's been amazing. So my heart is just like, it's been doing donuts like all fucking morning. And I'm just so full of gratitude. So that full sounds gratitude. so beautiful. Um, I feel like there's already a few things that I can touch on from what you just said, mm-hmm. but speaking of gratitude, Let's go ahead and have you share with us what it is that you wrote down and expressed for your gratefulness. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, so first off, um, with my gratitude list, I have to begin with gratitude to you. Um, Gratitude for this opportunity to connect, gratitude for uh, the things that we have already done together and the things that are on the way. Um, And that's where I started. Um, but I have, um, God, I'm grateful for God being at the head of my life, mother earth for allowing me to still be on this plane, on this planet, um, gratefulness and gratitude to the ancestors and to the gods of this earth and of this energetic, like plane that we are on. So grateful for breath in my body who being able to breathe is just a blessing that sometimes we forget. I'm grateful for my family, bloodline related, my tribe, the ones that I've met along this journey called life. So grateful for every single person. I was like, you could list a name of people, uh, like a, a list of people, but you're not gonna do that today because you'll be here all fucking day. Um, <laughs> I'm grateful for my knowledge, um, my intellect. I'm grateful for being able to share with others. 
um, the head, you know, the house over my head, this roof over my head, especially with everything that's like going on in Texas. Like, I'm grateful that like my people, my friends, like they're safe, but I'm praying for everybody that's like being affected by the government and their craziness right now. I'm grateful for the clothes on my back, grateful for colors, grateful for music, my private time, my spirituality, my connection, my safety, the oceans, the trees, the support, the honesty in this time frame that I'm in the midst of, being able to just like read and take knowledge. Um, I'm grateful for grounding. I'm grateful for Reiki. I'm grateful for the crystals. I'm grateful for new beginnings. Um, grateful for my guides in the physical and the non-physical. So that may be mm. the ones that are around me, you know what I'm saying? And I can talk to them. Maybe the ones that I hear coming in the system me in some moments. I'm grateful for my sad lamp, my seasonal affective disorder lamp, because it has been snatching me through this cold winter. <laughs> mm. um, my therapist, I'm grateful for therapy. Um, and shout out to them for just like helping me along this journey as I like grow into myself. I'm grateful for growth. I'm grateful for my online reality gaming family. Um, Cause they have been such a help in this time period. Um, jewelry, competitive reality television. And my last thing was finally being seen. Mm. <laughs> that is so beautiful. All of that is so beautiful. And I just love hearing what people express their gratitude for, because I feel like it's so telling of where they're at in their life. Mm. And what their, in a sense, like current level of awareness is. And I love that you tied it all together with gratitude for being seen. And that's something that I wanted to touch on earlier when you were um, talking is this joy and this fulfillment and this fullness that your heart feels by the simplicity yet the grandiosity of being seen mm -hmm. so what does that look like for you right now like when you're when you're saying that you're grateful to finally be seen like in what sense of the word are you expressing that um to me it feels like you know, we're all amazing humans if we truly believe that and truly allow ourselves to like live in that manifestation. And we are always great at doing some things. Like we're always great at something. We always have something that we are going to have a natural proclivity to and be into. And some people will notice that about us in the work that we do. Um, but I thought about like times where it was like, oh, like being a teacher at one point, it was like, oh, you're doing great work. Like you're being seen for like your accolades or kids are growing and stuff like that. And it felt nice, but it, it didn't hit in the way that this hits right now. Like, I feel like it's being seen for not just what I'm capable of doing and like the, what I bring to the table, but who I actually am and like what I feel connected to doing in a different way. And it's like being appreciated for that and people being in a space where they are affirming these things that I've always believed, always felt about myself, but was shy to share with others. And it's like, oh, like you're sharing this aspect of you. You're sharing these things that you've held inside of you, kind of like these things that you judged yourself for and you put yourself out there and people are receiving you and like shouting you the fuck out and like being like, you've helped me with this or you reminded me of this or you've been here for me with this or do you remember when you did this? And I'm like, no, like I had absolutely no idea. And that's what makes me feel just like so warm and so grateful because it's like, I'm doing this from my heart, from my soul, you know, from my being. And it's every single like aspect of me wrapped up into one and people receiving that 
receiving it with love, you know, is mm-hmm. what gives me that grounding and that fullness and that joy because there wasn't always a time where I felt proud of who I was or what it was that I was doing behind closed doors or like, you know, that my only, you know, my close friends know about, like, it's more of like a, not a global, actually we'll say it, a global recognition. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, damn, like, that's it. That's how it should feel. And that's the difference, I think, for me now compared to like, you know, when things were great before and I was, you know, grateful for the growth that I was having, but it wasn't fully me that was invested in what I was doing. Mm-hmm. So what are you invested in right now? Um, so I am truly invested in two things. One, it's just like my growth and like having the opportunity to just like learn and, and be and like be able to take these lessons and see them and apply them in real time. Um, and I'm really grateful for just like my spirituality grounding me back into the person I've always wanted to be. Like, to be quite honest, like I've all <laughs> growing up, I was like, you just want to be a princess. Like you really just want to be a princess, like do things like when you like you feel connected to them and do things that allow you to connect to other people. And mm. To me, like, that's what I do. I wake up every day and I get to connect to other people in the way that feels great, not just for me, but like for them, it's like an exchange. Everything feels like an exchange right now. And it's a beautiful exchange, like be in the midst of. And that's what makes me happy. I'm just here. I'm just present, going with the flow. Things are happening. I'm like, things are happening for you. Like live in it, like be proud of what you've done to get here and recognize that it did take work. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm so full, so full. Yeah, I love that. And I can see it and I can feel it. And I hope that everyone that's listening and watching also acknowledge that, like, sees that. For anyone who is in that transitional space of knowing what it is that they want to invest in, knowing what it is that they want to step into, but they're not there yet and they're still struggling and they're still in that process of doing the work and not that the work necessarily has ended for you because it's something that is constant. Um, But what did your transitional period look like like your most recent one of Mm -hmm. stepping into like fully stepping into yourself and being in this space of like fullness Mm -hmm. so to i think like this point of stepping into this fullness and what was the i think the thing that clicked for me um it was at the very beginning of this year my best friend uh, was celebrating his 31st birthday and he uh, has been kind of like in the midst of his spiritual awakening, his spiritual journey, really getting closer back to God. Um, and we, you know, I began kind of like my own tarot practice, like Oracle, like my spiritual growth, I would say like maybe like four to five years ago. Um, and he's been on his own journey in his own way. And it's beautiful to kind of like see. And he wanted to have the theme of his dinner party be around like a manifestation dinner. And I'm like, okay, like, that's cute. What are you thinking? And he's like, well, I want you to be the conductor of this like energetic experience, like for other people. And I've never done like what I do, like in front of like other folks, whether I know them or not, because I knew everybody there, but it was like a group of people where it's like, they're trusting you to like guide them on things that they have no awareness of, or maybe know a little bit about, maybe have a, you know, a preconceived notion about, but you are here to kind of like open their mindset up. 
Mm-hmm. And after I like had the uh, manifestation there and like kind of like went through that whole experience, it was a really nice thing. And people were like, oh my God, like I learned so much. Like I'm excited to take this candle home and like burn for myself and like work with my energy, everything like that. And he had a conversation with me um, in like the back room, like separate from everybody. He was like, this is what you have been like talking about. Like, this is what we've been talking about for years. Like you've been talking about like getting there, working to get to this place. And he's like, no, you are here. You are here. You need to just be. Do you see what you just did? Do you see what you just allowed yourself to like be vulnerable enough to share these things that have helped you? And now you're passing it on to others. Like this is your moment. And it really sat with me and it felt, it felt like that was like the first like breaking of the dam to be like, no, like people see you and see the light, even if you don't recognize it sometimes, maybe you feel anxious about it or feel like, oh, like judgy about it. That was the moment where it was like, well, girl, you just stepped out. This is the time to really just like roll with it. And it feels like there have been either conversations, like messages, um, but I feel like the level of it has increased because it'll be like the people that I spend a lot of my time with, um, people that I feel really close to and like talk to on a regular basis that are just like, I need you to see what you do. And I need you to see who you are, like finally. And like having that really like, one-to-one conversation with me to be like, get it together, like snap in, like, do you recognize this? Cause everybody else around you does. Why do you not see it? Mm-hmm. And it was like, okay, you're here. How do you fully embody that? What does that look like? How does that feel? And I think that's the space I'm in now. How do I fully embody that? And like mm-hmm. not try to uh, diminish the power, the essence, the beauty, like the growth, like just fully embrace it and fully step into this confidence because everybody else around you see it. So if you see it the same way that others have always seen it without worrying about the negativity, worrying about what others that are not part of the tribe, part of, you know, the group, part of the understanding, part of this plane that you're in, if they're not there, you don't have to worry about it in the same way. Don't let it affect you. Keep moving, keep going because it's time. And I'm like, all right, let's do it. (laughs) (laughs) I can relate to that in my own way because I feel like I'm currently in this space of fully embracing what I'm stepping into and knowing that I can tap into that now but it's more so just a matter of my mental like allowing me to fully be there Mm -hmm. like this um process of like we were saying before this call like letting go of what was so that you can allow yourself to fully step into what is becoming Mm -hmm. and i think that you know a lot of people need to become aware of the fact that it takes time to deprogram your thoughts. It's like, um, like almost like a back and forth talk with yourself mm-hmm. of like, like you were saying right now, like having that pep talk with yourself, like, no, this is happening now. This is who you're becoming. You know that others see it in you. You know that you see it in you, but it's just mm-hmm. like, what are the things that are holding you back? What are the thought patterns that are holding you back? So I feel like that's where I am right now of like, mm-hmm. Joss, 
the vision is clear. You know what it is that you want to do. You know what it is that you're capable of doing. So like fully step into that and fully embrace that because that I feel is like one of the biggest keys to manifestation as well. 100%. What are your reminders though? Like what are the things that you have that you've invested in that keep you in that mentality? Like what do you do for yourself? It's honestly a lot of pep talk. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of like literally the other day I I looked at myself in the mirror and like stared into my eyes and I was like when was the last time that you looked into your own eyes and talked to yourself, you know? Mm-hmm. And that is so powerful. And I feel like for people who feel uncomfortable in doing that, that says something, you know, like that says something like about you confronting yourself. Mm -hmm. Um, So for me, it's a lot of self-confrontation. It's a lot of investing in myself in matters of wellness, like something like daily exercise, for example, for me right now, has been really, it's really been helping me because it's helping me like when I get to the point where I feel like my body can't do more or it needs Mm -hmm. to give up, I challenge my mind to be like, no, like you can push the boundaries, you're capable of doing more. So it's like these little things that I've been implementing into my day to day, whether Mm -hmm. it's meditation or reading oracle cards or doing exercise or having these pep talks like those are all the ways in which i'm like really trying to get rid of everything and anything that is holding me back or keeping me stuck in the past amen it's the little things and the little things add up and we forget sometimes that it's those little like those little practices that we have that snap us back in And we have to like challenge ourselves, like even when it feels like we cannot pull ourselves out of that rut, those little practices are what kind of like keep us afloat. Um, Cause I totally feel you on like the meditation. Like meditation is hard when I'm depressed. Okay. Mm -hmm. Like I'm like, I can't quiet my mind because I don't want to quiet my mind. I just want to watch this TV show and let it drown all my thoughts out. But it's like, those are probably the times that I should be doing it the most. And I I definitely feel the shift in those moments when I'm just like, you go back to those practices at work. If a meditation doesn't work, I'll pull a card write about it. You know what I'm saying? Like, what does this card mean to me? What does it mean on the surface? What does the text say? How do I analyze this in the moment? And then that'll pull me and kind of like give me like that focus too. So I completely like hear you on those like practices, like snapping us back into place and the pep talk uh, recording ourselves. Like, cause I know that you do that too. Like sometimes you sit in front of the camera and be like, this is what I'm going to talk about. And then you start unraveling. And it's like, okay, like here I am. I got it. This is where I go from here. And this is how I allow myself to just like, I got this out of my system. If I want to share it with somebody, I'll share it with somebody. We can talk about it later to make sure I hold myself accountable. But this is how I get myself like back into place. And it's just like, I feel like that's the most important thing for us to do because there's so many things coming from so many directions right now. And we have Mm -hmm. to remind ourselves like what we believe and what we know at our core is like working and what we know kind of like helps us to be rooted and help us to grow. Um, Because that is going to be what always helps us to kind of like water the roots to allow them to be able to grow, even in, you know, the seasons like the winter where there shouldn't be any growth, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's remembering that 
we do have these tools accessible to us whenever we are in this space of like a mental blockage or feeling sadness or feeling frustration or feeling any low like vibrational density or stagnancy mm-hmm. because we're both Scorpios and I know that we can both relate to the fact of like if we don't do these practices for the, for ourselves like we we enjoy solitude and we'll go into solitude but if we allow ourselves to get too comfortable in that we'll retract more and we'll retract more and we'll retract more and it's like like we have to do that work to tap into the things that are helping us in that moment, in that season, and acknowledging that sometimes those things are going to change. Like this morning, I was trying to read a book and I, and, and I couldn't. So mm-hmm. I was like, okay, well, this isn't working. What else is going to help, you know, and like uh-huh. something else. Um, so I'm glad that we touched on this. And I hope that people listening or watching know that like, when you feel sad, when you feel triggered, when you feel angry, when you feel stuck, like you have to move that energy. It's like about releasing the energy. Like you said, um, talking to ourselves and talking into the camera um, or whatever form of self-expression, like it's so important to just uplift that stagnancy that may have been building up over time. Mm-hmm. Helps us get closer back to us, you know, even more like rooted back in who we truly are. Um, because I feel like a lot of the times, like when we slow ourselves down or we like <clears throat> hold those feelings in, that's not our true self. Like that's something that we have become accustomed to kind of like doing because of, you know, everything happening in our world. Maybe we didn't grow up with that safety. Maybe we didn't grow up kind of like having people around us that would listen to us in that way. And that's like a response that we normally will have is like shutting down um, because we don't have the outlets that we think that we do um, in order to kind of like release them. And it's like, no, they're there and they can begin with you or they can, you know, be of assistance. Like somebody else can be of assistance to you in that way to kind of like help you to like start easing some of that pain out. And I think that it's important that we always remember, like we do have tribe there, physical or non-physical. It's just about like, what is your, are you open enough to receive that assistance to get you back to the ground floor? So that way you can just like start moving in the direction that you need. And also remembering um, and having that recognition of who you are uh, and sharing that light in whatever way it needs to be, or maybe even sharing that darkness. Cause listen, you know, we like to do that too. Like I will tell you about how I got from the dark to the light. Okay. As a Scorpio, like, cause it took me a little bit of time, but I did the work and I'm still working on it. Cause nobody's perfect and we're always growing. And I think keeping that in mind too, like we're always growing what we did mm-hmm. last year, what we did 10 years ago may not hit the same way today. And it's just like keeping, uh, holding space for ourselves as we go through that growth and holding space for ourselves as we, as we go through like those opportunities to kind of like have things change and have what our needs are and our desires are change and how we access them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And touching on that, on like the fact that the healing is like, a, like a lifelong journey, right? It's a commitment. It's not necessarily something that's a destination you arrive to and then you're done and then poof. Um, as a healer mm-hmm. who is still healing and people, I feel like a lot of people do 
because they have this mindset of healing being a destination, they see people who are healers in whatever modality and whatever way they show up. Mm-hmm. They, they sense that the person is completely healed or the person is above all, know all. And I feel like it can create some kind of pressure on us to mm-hmm. be perfect, to show up in this light all the time when it's like, no, like the shadows are still there. The, you know, there's still things that are unfolding as we continue to evolve. Mm-hmm. What is something that like, what is a shadow that you recently had to work with or confront or are currently working through? Um, I was like, there's so many to choose from. And I'm like, from recent, from recent time, uh, I feel like it's the sense of like confidence. Although I do want to touch on something like I, like you mentioning how like in the, I guess like in the space of healing or wellness, like when you come out uh, as a healer, I guess you could say, it's kind of like the equivalent of like uh, preacher's kids growing up, like, you know, like the pastor's child. And it's like, you expect the pastor's child to like, be like perfect and everything like that. Or like, they're always in the church and everything. And they have like this, and it's like, no, like they are humans too. We are humans too. And I'm a raggedy bitch. Like I always (laughs) tell people that like, please do not make me look like that. Um, Because we're always on this path of like growth and always on this path of like ascension. But I feel like that is one of the things that I've been like in this space of overcoming is my insecurities and how I share them and being okay with sharing them. Like, because that's the whole like essence of who I am. Um, I still go places and feel high levels of anxiety, socializing with new people. Um, You know, I've been feeling a lot of insecurity around, like, I just feel very different from everybody else. And it's not like a, it's a mental thing. Like it's me imposing that on myself Um, Mm -hmm. and just like sometimes like separating myself because I get so caught up in my head Um, because of like, you know, I will go to parties and I'm like, I may not do this. I may do this. Like, and, uh, you guys are doing this. I don't know how I feel about that. Like whatever, whatever. And then I'll start like getting in my head. Like, are you guys looking at me crazy X, Y, Z? And it's like all this like negative self-talk around like my identity, you know what I'm saying? Or just like really showing up is who I am and like people projecting. It's like, I'm having my own projecting projections in my own, I guess, like negative thoughts around like not being seen as equal mm. or being seen as like very like other, like as weird or like quirky and not fitting in with the group. And I'm like, people want to be around you because they like being around you. Like, and you bring good energy and you're a good person and you still have a good time. Like, you don't, you're creating all of this negativity around socialization with like, especially like other, I think like other gay men, I've definitely been noticing that. Um, And I'm like, you're creating a lot of this for yourself and it really doesn't matter. (laughs) Like at the end of the day, like you're still bomb, like no matter what. Um, And you should still show up on where places you feel, you know, an energetic like connection to. Um, or places that you know that you want to go like if you want to go there like then please do not be scary like you take up space and you're allowed to take up space Um, and that is fine like you don't have to feel um, nervous to be seen and be out and be in your like in my own regards like quote-unquote like normal calling it normal you know like I I've had to avoid like parties and like socializing because of like you know a a past uh, alcohol history or what have you 
Um, and it used to like make me feel very like I get sometimes like the willies or, you know, like the tingles and shit. Cause it's like, oh, I felt like something in me was like activating or like feeling like this sense of like left out. And I'm like, you're creating this for yourself. You can still have a good time with whatever you still smoke your weed, do whatever, you know what I'm saying? Have your moment. Like, but you don't have to create this distance. Um, mm-hmm. it's just about you being yourself and being present. So that's something I've been like working on a lot. Cause I've been, um, around like not new people, but people, um, in a new way. Mm-hmm. Um, and just being able to just be like, yeah, like this is me, a goofy mm. girl. You know what I'm saying? And that's cute. Yeah, it is cute. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Um, I will show up with you in any space. Yeah. Um, what does the shadow work look like for you? Mm. I think a lot of the times it's been noticing that those feelings are coming up. And if I'm, I love going out places like with some of my closer friends, like my best friends that like live here. I have two really close friends, um, Justin and Charles that, you know, I'm normally with them. So if I end up going someplace with them and I start getting into that mindset, I like go to them and be like, listen, I'm tripping right now. I need you to snap me back into place. Like I'm starting to feel like, oh, people looking at me this kind of way or whatever, whatever. So it's like, that's what I will do is like allow somebody else to step into the shadows with me because I'm a person that likes to stay in them alone. And I know which shadows need to be dealt with alone. And I know which shadows need some assistance from some trusted friends, some trusted confidants. Um, I've been doing a lot of addressing it also just in therapy uh, and like getting to a deeper level of trusting myself to... I guess like uproot a lot of the shadows that I thought were negative things. It's like giving them a different, like uh, giving them a different outfit. It's like, Oh, you're wearing that all black girl. We're going to put some pink on you, you know, a little gold and take it from a different set of eyes, like a different sense of brightness. Like, well, why is this here? And is this something that's holding me back or is this something that's actually pushing me forward to think about things in a different way? So it's like, I'm always like pushing my mind um, and trying to open my mentality or open my perception um, Mm -hmm. about what I think is holding me back. Um, and looking at it with a different set of eyes and being like, well, bring it to the light in this way. Is this affecting you in the same way? Or were you just like looking at it from an old way um, or maybe something that your parents told you like, oh, you shouldn't be doing this because of this. Well, maybe that was like that for you, but that's not like that for me. You know what I mean? And that's not like that for me today. I've been saying recently that um, because I turned 31 in October, I was like 31 feels like 21 again, Mm -hmm. but like with more self-awareness and like, a lot more confidence in who I am and really not giving a shit about like what others have to say. Um, So I find a lot of like working through shadows comes from allowing others to see me in the shadows and not judging myself for existing in them. Um, Mm Because as soon as you shine the light in the shadow, like the the light starts to overtake the darkness. Um, Mm -hmm. And that's what's really helped me get through this season. Yeah. That's really beautifully said. Um, There yeah, there's so many reasons as to why shadow work can be very difficult. And that's one of the reasons is like, when you are in the midst of shadows, you want to make sure that the shadows don't overtake you in a way where you're in complete darkness, or you're Mm -hmm. leaning too much into Mm -hmm. the darkness. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think, I mean, for myself, I'm as I'm going through this spiritual awakening that I've currently been experiencing, it's not my first, but it's definitely a very um, one in which I'm like really realizing 
a lot of things actually regarding my spirituality and my connection mm-hmm. to spirit and my, what my gifts are, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. But one thing I realized is that I have been doing shadow work my whole life, honestly, without necessarily really consciously knowing it. And I feel grateful. And I think, you know, not to be cliche, but I think it is a Scorpio thing mm-hmm. to um, be comfortable in a sense of confronting darkness, whether it's your own or others. Do you feel the same? Absolutely. I was going to say like, because we are the change makers in the transformation, like uh, station for other people. And we sometimes don't recognize it. <clears throat> like how many people have you um, seen come into your life that like change or transform after they've left your life? Or like, as soon as they meet you, something like shifts, like a lot of the times, like we don't recognize that that is like one of our natural powers. Um, and it's all about us recognizing that with our own transformation, we have to go outside of ourselves because we're so good for doing it for others. We have to allow others to do it for us Um, because that's how we start seeing things like manifest and grow and like ascend Um, Mm. because we are recognizing like as much as we want to sting people, sometimes we need to rub up next to them and allow them to kind of like come into the shadows with us because they bring their light into our shadows and help, you know, another like a beautiful hue come in that we were not necessarily expecting because we're used to, you know, the black or maybe, you know, the red or whatever it is. So I think that that's something that I have definitely noticed, like people who I connect with and it's like something either changes for them and they're like, wow, like you really helped me think about this like in a different way that I didn't even think about that perspective. I'm like, yeah, cause you for me, I'd be thinking. We get <laughs> together and we're here to share thoughts. Like I love getting into the nitty gritty because I think that it shows you a person's soul. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm like, listen, if we're bearing souls, like I'll be very bare with you. But it's like, we, I, we also know how to meet a person where they meet us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's so important. And yes, 100%. I've noticed that, especially when people experience me intimately, mm-hmm. their life changes. And not coming from like an egotistic way at all, but it's just been fact from my observations that people undergo their own transformation in having Mm -hmm. a relationship with me. And I think for me, sometimes that's caused um, me to question myself in certain ways because I've noticed that a lot of the times that transformation looks like people realizing the shadow work they need to do and being afraid of it and then it detrimenting our relationship in some Mm -hmm. way and then up until recently I realized that you know, the natural way of light, the natural, like the law of nature in regards to light is that it is going to cast shadows. And Mm -hmm. when I really saw it in that way, when I was like, okay, I am naturally a light. So I am naturally going to cast shadows of other people. Mm -hmm. And if they're not ready for that, 
and they respond in which whatever which way that they do like that's not something that i need to feel responsible for because i'm simply being me and i personally feel comfortable going in the darkness with you if you want to go in the darkness and Mm -hmm. um acknowledging that not everyone is going to feel that same comfort or feel that same way or be ready Mm-hmm. so it's we got to be okay with it too like because a lot of times like that activation it's like sometimes people are not ready for that activation and i know that we get so sensitive and so emotional because sometimes we'll take it personally and be like oh my gosh like i I wasn't trying to and it's like it's not even that it's like we all are coming to it from our own perspective and our own direction so it's like we have to allow ourselves to because when you said being a light like i think that that's one of my like favorite most favorite compliments these days like to receive Like, cause it's just like, wow, because you see the light in me and you help the light stay turned on. You know what I mean? Like anybody that says that it's like, you see something in me and you, and like light recognizes light. You know what I'm saying? Like it gets closer to one another. And I just love the idea of like, we cast like, you know, this light and sometimes there are shadows and people can choose to kind of like hide and stop moving or they can choose to like move with the shadows. So that way they come back around to the light. You know, and it's just mm-hmm. like, what what decision do you want to make in that moment? And like, are you ready to kind of like step into the fullness of the light that you have existing inside of you? It's just like you just have to look at it from a different perspective, the way that we can see it for you or maybe just like nudge you to think about it in a different way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's something that I realized recently is that I always see the highest potential in others. Mm-hmm. Like I've always been able to see what someone is really truly capable of but i think a lot of people can relate to this in the sense of knowing that you know to avoid pain i guess is like the acceptance Mm -hmm. the acceptance that we're all on our own journey the acceptance that however someone is triggered by you or is reactive by your being is like not your responsibility it is just human you know and we're all on our own healing journey and sometimes we'll meet each other there and sometimes we won't yeah listen and pay we all have pain that we're working through you know and it's like we all are in this space where it's like some people we feel con- you know comfortable connecting with that pain some people we don't but it's like we have to move through that in order to get to this place of like regrounding um and just like uh, a different sense of knowing self but like with this uh it's like a new wave of confidence i feel it as after you kind of like make it through some pain it's like i don't know if we fully heal all the way when we like work through our pain but we know how to respond to it differently which is part of the healing Mm-hmm. Yes, I was just having a conversation similar to this with someone and I was telling them that you'll notice your spiritual, mental, physical, energetic growth and ascension of awareness by seeing how you respond changes over time to the same situation, you know, mm-hmm. like in this conversation for me and we've talked about this too like for me something that is a test for me is when i go back home and i visit family every time i go i'm like okay joss let's see 
how much more like aware and stable you are in this awareness mm -hmm. to respond to whatever possible conflict that may come up around family. Like, let's see how you respond to it now. And this past time that I went, I realized like, wow, I'm growing, you know, like I am. And not only me, but I also noticed that it, there were some shifts with my family as well. And it really is just like a matter of time and seeing how that evolves. How does that feel? Like, how does that awareness feel? And like, how does that, I guess, like revelation, like I can see my own growth. I can also see my family's growth. I can also see them in a different light. I see them as humans in a different way. How does all of that like feel to like be in that space? It feels like an arrival. It feels like an exhalation. Mm. <sighs> Relaxed. It's like mm -hmm. I'm here, mm -hmm. I'm and I can I see. It's like you see what people talk about about like getting to that place, and now you're there, and like the you just uh, hopped off the plane, hopped off the plane at LA. <laughs> okay, like got my jeans and my cardigan, like and we're out, like I'm ready for this excursion, this experience. Like got my sunglasses on, I'm feeling it. Mm -hmm. And I completely hear you. It's like, that's the same thing with me and like going home or just like being around family, especially with my, uh, I guess, like spiritual growth slash my practices and everything. It's like uh, my family can see that I've changed. Like, and I think the last time that I was there recently, I had the same, like my brother was like, yeah, you changed a lot over the last couple of years, but like for the better. And I don't know who this person is, but I like him. And like uh, coming home and like my family being like, oh my gosh, like I miss you so much. Like it was so good to see you. And just like those little interactions, just like remind, like that's your energy. Like you did that. Like, and they see you in a different way. And like those affirmations, I feel like affirm the inner child. Uh, that didn't feel like it was seen growing up based on the circumstances we found ourselves in. And now it's like, you get to affirm the inner child in a different way and also be like, oh, you're here too. Like I'm bringing you along for the journey because now they see you and get to affirm you in that light as well. Mm -hmm. It is a healing experience and I'm really grateful for it. And I feel like I'm just happy that in that journey, of continuing to evolve into myself like i trusted that eventually things would align you know eventually it would come to a point where i would feel like an arrival and yeah it's a beautiful thing it's a beautiful experience and i'm really grateful for that like i'm really grateful for this recent trip back home and i am excited to see how I continue to evolve, how the family continues to evolve. Um, but I just feel like so many people are impatient with their self-evolution. And I think there's so much to be said about being compassionate and understanding over others' evolution as well, you know, and the boundaries that also have to come with that, you know, Mm-hmm. Trial and error. <laughs> yeah. I want my stuff and I want it now. Like you can't have it the way that you want it. You gotta you gotta work for it. And it makes it so much more worth it, I feel like, you know? Mm-hmm. This question is just coming up for me right now. So I'm gonna ask you. Do you feel like 
you truly understand unconditional love. And not just understand it, but do you feel like you practice it? Mm. I do understand what unconditional love is. Um, I feel like I am working towards practicing it across all planes right now. And I feel like there's still work to be like, even as I'm, I'm like, there's still work to be done around that um, for myself and like clocking in and checking in like what that means um, and just making sure that I'm embodying that and sharing that in so many different ways. Cause I feel like I understand and I recognize it. Um, and I want to make sure that I am, what's the word? I want to make sure that I am like using it and just like being present in it with everybody that I encounter. Cause I feel like I'm always like, I'm all about love. Like love is so important to me. And like love is, love is ever evolving and love is always going to be kind. And it's just like, you can extend love to literally anybody. Um, how does love get taken away? I think love gets taken away by hurt. Love mm -hmm. gets taken away by pain in some instances. And it's just like, where are places where people have caused me pain that I may still be, not necessarily holding resentment, but there's still a tinge of, you know, like anger or frustration. Why does that still exist? Does that uh, affect how you interact with these people? Does this affect the uh, the quality of conversation? Where can I make sure that I am leading with that and knowing that that's consciously what I'm doing every single time I talk to like this person or, you know, not holding on to old beliefs, old hurt. I think it's like about being present right now and being present in like the love that exists and holding on to that instead of like thinking about, you know, times that you may have been wronged by somebody or times that somebody may have like, you know, stepped on your toes in a way that they didn't mean to. Mm -hmm. um, I just want to make sure that I'm being conscious of that, like in this new season, because mm -hmm. uh, I feel like there have been a lot of instances where it's like I have been hurt by people and just like been misunderstood and it doesn't make the love lessen, but it's just like, I feel like I have to be conscious of my love with them because they are, uh, there's some tension there. There was tension at one point. So it always goes back to, do you still have that tension in the back of your mind? So it's like, even if they do, that doesn't stop me from loving you, you know? Mm. And that doesn't stop me from loving you fully. It should not be a tit for tat. It's just 100% at all times and keeping that in mind for me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, love, I love love too. And it's so healing. And I wish that more people could tap into that frequency mm -hmm. um, and tap into the frequency of unconditional love. But I understand that we're human and we all have our own pains. And sometimes that can be hard. It starts with us. I think like that's the first, like that's what I heard. Like, and it's like, I think that's the work that I need to be doing right now. The unconditional love that begins with ourselves. Mm -hmm. And like, even when we fuck up, even when we make mistakes, like, do we still have that love for ourselves? And it's like, if we can do that for us in any single instance, and that means it's going to be easy anywhere else mm -hmm. that we show up or anywhere else that we are present. And I think that that's like where I'm having to like remind myself that that's where the gap is that I'm feeling. Um, it's like, you got to love yourself at any single moment, even when you mess up. And that will allow you to be able to love anybody else. And oh, my stomach just went off. <laughs> my stomach just said, Krr. that allow you to love anybody else in any single moment that like you guys are like, you know, together or whatever's going on. So keeping that in mind for me is like, that's my like biggest takeaway from like this moment right now, how I'm exhibiting unconditional love for self and what that looks like and how that 
can bleed into other areas of my life. Mm -hmm. It really does start with self. Like that's something that's also been coming up for me. Like, wow, it really is all about, I'm excited to share what just came up to my mind. Um, It really is all about self-love and self-care and starting there and being rooted there and prioritizing that. Mm -hmm. Um, And a realization that came from that thought that's been in my mind in my recent reflections is one thing that one of the first questions that I asked my ex when we were first starting to talk Mm -hmm. was do you love yourself like do you truly love yourself and I love that I asked that question because it's so important you know to 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 be especially if you're going to be in relation in a relation with someone like Mm -hmm. do they love themselves but now I think the next time around I want to shift that question to how do you love yourself when things aren't going your way? Ooh. How do you love yourself when things don't turn out the way that you wanted them to? Mm-hmm. How do you show up and love yourself when you're going through a time of hardship, you know? Mm-hmm. Because, ah, that is just so telling you know it's so telling because hardships are inevitable obstacles are inevitable pain hurt like how are you going to show up for yourself in those moments how are you going to love yourself in those moments because that is also going to reflect back on the relationships that are around you yeah and like the the color of those emotions as well some days it'll be blue some days will be red, some days will be pink. Do you accept kind of like the emotions, the feelings that come up at any moment and like allow yourself to have love for each of those colors of emotions that you have going on within you and like not having judgment around them. And it's like, if it's something that doesn't fit, how do you make a shift? And like, what are the steps that allow you to make the shift? It could be, you know, writing the plan out, be talking about it with somebody else, be talking about it with your therapist, really just be talking about it with yourself <laughs> and just be like, this is kind of like the, the plan of action for me to like make a shift forward and like really tap into that. I guess like that sense, you know? Mm-hmm. How, speaking of that, and now that we're already on this, mm-hmm. um, how do you love yourself in moments of when things don't go as planned or as envisioned or you're in a time of, despair in a sense mm-hmm. how do i love myself in those moments um i have noticed the first thing that came to mind is just like the reminders um the reminders that i set for myself like sometimes i will either put reminders in my phone to just like uplift me <laughs> i will tell alexa <laughs> like can you help me out in the future with this like or what have you um, and it's like, those are kind of like the, I need verbal reminders. I need verbal affirmations. I need visual things to like, help me to love on me. Um, mm-hmm. I'm a so, big affirmation person too. They're so important. And it's like, sometimes like we, uh, 
like especially like verbalizing them like putting them out into the atmosphere into this space like speaking them out loud is one of the things that i struggle with and it's just like i will find books you know um something that i'm reading like go back to to just like bring me back into that place of love back into that vibration of like not maybe not even joy but just like knowing that i still care about me and i still want to be here i still deserve to be here on this physical plane like i still love me enough to be here in this moment and like fight through this because i know that this is only a blip on the map um and i think like i love a good candle listen i love setting a good candle out for myself i love a good bath maybe a good shower those things will those that is love like cuz sometimes when you're in a funk Mm-hmm. That is like what will help you to shout, like remove the energy off of you and like giving yourself that time to just like put that into you. Like I got my little candle going on over there. Those things got my crystals going, like my water. Like these are the things like really taking care of yourself. Or sometimes it's like I need to separate away from everything. And I want to have a moment to just me. Like this weekend, I'm going on a little staycation for myself, take myself into the city, stay in Manhattan. I'm like, oh, I feel fancy. Like I'm going to just be with my own thoughts, be with my own vibration. Um, and giving my, like, I had to get out of this financial imposter syndrome. Like, should you be affording this? Like, is this something you should be doing for yourself? This can go to other things. I'm like, no, like you deserve to invest in you. The more you invest in you, the more others will invest in you, the more the universe invests in you. And like, it's coming back to you. So like, do this for you in this time. Mm-hmm. Um, and those little things like matter to me. I love like, cause I'm not the type of person like, treat myself with that type of stuff but i'm like these are things that you deserve to do in order to like really put into the well really put into the bank um and just being mindful of when it's time to do that so listen it was like a little post valentine's day gift to myself that i decided to give i love that and you deserve that and i'm glad that you did that for yourself how about you putting into yourself how do you bring that love like back around Um honestly it's just the simple like one thing one thing that has always helped me mm-hmm. is simply reminding myself that I'm trying my best. Yes. Like that's it. Like that's it. It doesn't need to be more complicated than that because I am trying my best and if this is my best right now and sometimes it's going to look different and accepting that my best isn't going to show up the same every day that has helped me a lot too but what more can you ask from yourself above than the best you know mm-hmm. like and you know if your best looked like if your best at any point in time led to a mistake mm-hmm. well now your best is different because you know better you know yeah. <laughs> forgiveness forgiving yourself and allowing yourself to know that you are still human and we all make quote unquote mistakes but like the mistakes that we make that help set us up for like the next phase or help set us up for like the comeback as i like to say or sometimes the mistakes that show us uh why we truly do love on ourselves and why we truly do appreciate ourselves because we want different and we're striving mm-hmm. to have a different experience mm-hmm. um and that is something that we take for granted sometimes or don't mm-hmm. even recognize as like a strength that we possess yeah uh, on the right road you know what i'm saying and it takes work to get there but recognizing that you are on the quote unquote wrong road in the first place is love in itself 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, the simple fact that you are trying, you know, the simple fact that you are trying to be better, the simple fact that you're trying to get yourself out of a funk, the simple fact that you are trying to love, that you're trying to heal, that you're trying to whatever the case may be, like that in itself is an accomplishment, an achievement, something to be proud of, something to congratulate yourself for, something to love yourself on. Yes. Yes. And yeah, forgiveness is a big thing. Forgiveness is a big thing. And that's something that I've been doing for myself too, is like, you know, integrating that as part of the self-care routine is, you know, writing a letter of forgiveness to self or a letter of apology or a letter of love, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. We're all human. Yeah. We're all human. It's hard. You know what I'm saying? It's hard to be human. It's hard to be here sometimes, but you're still here. You're still doing things. And obviously, like, if you're still here, there's something for you. You know, it's just like about you recognizing that you are special enough, you are unique enough, you know, you have enough wherewithal to accomplish it and like know that you don't have to get there tomorrow, know that you don't have to get there next year, know that you don't have to get there five years from now. But as long as you stay conscious in the fact that you will get there and then there will be an after of that and then there will be more if that's what you want. But it's all about you setting that tone and you setting like you knowing that you are 100 percent deserving because you are here. You know, mm-hmm. just your existence. Yeah. It's a blessing. Like you are a blessing to me. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is a blessing. Like, and this is something that who would have known, who would have known years ago, like months ago that we would be here in this moment, but it's a blessing to just like be here and like soak this up together. Um, and so many people like, so many people want are going to love this. And I also feel like they're going to be able to look at the people in their lives in a different way after this and the love that they have truly around them. And it's just like, know that we are all here fighting together to just like make some things happen and really just like keep in mind the legacy that we are here to leave when we mm-hmm. may leave this physical plane, whenever that is. Yes. I feel like this whole conversation has been like the the main underlying tone of this has been like the embodiment of self mm-hmm. the acceptance of self the love of self the evolution of self how that shows up how we show up in that yeah yes the work that comes along with it but listen we here we doing it mm-hmm. and we look cute while doing it that's the best part <laughs> <laughs> yes uh i love this and I am, I feel like there's, I mean, you and I could talk all day. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, but we do that already. <laughs> we, we get to talking. Listen, we get to talking. <laughs> I love it. And I'm so grateful for it. Like it really is so important to have people in your life who can hold space for the conversations that nourish your spirit in whatever season of life you're in and whatever level of frequency that you are like to to journey alongside others in your evolution um that can meet you there it's a blessing like you said and it's an honor and i am so grateful for you thank you so much for this conversation and for this exchange and i'm really excited for people to hear it Yes, me too. Listen, this has been a terrific Thursday, a thankful Thursday. Okay. And 
I'm just glad that we have connected in the timeline that we have. Um, and I feel like our growth, like you being a mirror reflection for me, like you have helped me to see myself through so many times and just like help, been a listening ear, made me look at things with a different perspective. Um, and I'm just so full of gratitude to be able to connect today the way that we did. And it's like, listen, I love what you're doing with the podcast. I love what you're doing with, listen, I'm going to gush for a little bit. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to gush for a little bit. Love what you're doing with the podcast. Love what you're doing with your event work. Like love what you're doing with everything, like the connection, like, this is going to be so magical and so healing for so many people. And I just can't wait for you to get to see all the impact that this is going to have, not just now, but in the future too. Mm, I receive that. And I reciprocate the gratitude and the love for you as well. And just excited for us to continue on on our evolution and cheer each other on on that way, whether it's in the light or in the darkness or in the highs and the lows, you know? Okay. Yeah. Listen, we coming through. Purr. <laughs> <laughs> and scene. And scene. <laughs> <laughs>